I want to I want to begin by you just telling me what you are. <laughs> well, we are all stars. Ever see the light shining bright? Mm. When everything you rhyme is aligned with the most high, let it loose, tell the truth. This galaxy is ours, all dust from the stars, on a straight flight from heaven. How did we get here? So I am a star, you are a star, but we are humans here, incarnated. So that's such a load of questions. Like, what are I we? <laughs> I know, I know. And I uh, asked it towards you because I believe there's still an individualness to our being that still holds us together, yes. right? And so if you look at like, the time you were born, the day and the hour and the location, you know, that's like a selfie snapshot of your cosmic mm. self, you know, like how the world and the universe and the galaxy looked when you were birthed into earth, you know, and there's Ooh. so much like, let's well, get into it. I mean, <laughs> there's so much depth in that, in that meaning because it's true, you know, but we all have our own individual birthing in that way. But like you were born at that second and I was born at this second, you know, and then you can break it down to the nanosecond. So the time and space is really relative to our perspective more than it, more than it always is. It's just how we like align, see it, perceive it. And I ask what, because it is true. We are a star reflected, the greatest star called the sun, you know, but um, we have these human shields or human cars that we walk around in spirit with and we use the senses to kind of interpret uh what our cars can do you know and so let's say if you have a lamborghini then you know you've got a lot of technology a a aka i'm a smart and i have a good body i have a lamborghini body and then mm. if if you have a bus body uh, a big body <laughs> <laughs> um then then maybe there's a way you can find strength in that because uh, you can support more of you and possibly more of others. So taking it one space at a time and understand the perspective. I mean, there's so many analogies, but I think yeah. that's the that's the good example. We don't have to be human more than we can be human being. And mm. um, your sound meditation and your idea behind that. Tell me, what is what brought that into perspective? Like, why? Why sound? Why sound? Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me first introduce ancient currency, my own little thumbnail in there. Please. So ancient currency is, okay, so I've always had this um, clear audience where I would like meet people and hear melodies associated with people or have a certain feelings and then I would hear melodies mm -hmm. associated with certain feelings and at first I'm like, wait, is some music playing? I, that was always my thing. Like, is there music playing in the background? Like, where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. So ancient currency was born from me realizing that sound travels through all dimension, all stars. I feel like sound is through everything and it's a beautiful reflection of infinity. So that's the ancient part uh, to it, to me, meaning that it has no end, no beginning. It's from wave yonder to yonder. Mm -hmm. And the currency is trying to bring all those sounds, all of those melodies to the current and create some currents. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was born from realizing that I could hear uh, melodies associated with certain things. And then also because I've recently went through um, the school of becoming a comedic Reiki practitioner. Mm. So learning about some of the ancient sciences and how 
we use sound to heal our bodies and heal our mind and heal, heal ourselves and create a certain like configuration, like a remembrance within us. So I combined the knowledge from that with like the natural intrinsic gifts of hearing melodies. And now I use it for, as a gift to humanity so that we can all like resonate in those sound baths because that's really what it is. Like I yeah. sit here sometimes like resonating in what feels like heaven and I'm like, okay, this isn't for me. This isn't only for me. Like you were saying about the ancestors, like they, it, it's not just for them. Mm-hmm. It's for the people and sound right. isn't like, Hey, I'm only going to be over here. Sound is like, I'm going to pierce through everything. I say <laughs> it's so like, they it's... got, a, they got excited about thinking, man, Imagine me 10,000 years from now and how cool I would be knowing how cool I am now. You know, like how much work I put in now to etch these hieroglyphics into this, into this wall and find meaning. And I use that as our example, but there's many, mm-hmm. many examples from Aztecs to, to Mayans to, to Greeks, like they had their own examples. But imagine if you could in their, in their frame of thinking that they were thinking thinking or doing in the space of like this is for my 10,000 year old version of myself right great 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 grandson or you know and granddaughter or grandkids and right it's interesting now to think what could they perceive that to be you know because like when we look at like the 50s and the 40s they used to talk about the 2000s we're supposed to have spaceships and the jetsons (laughs) and we're supposed to be flying right now and a lot of us are pretty high, but we ain't flying, you know? Right, 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 right. So what was their perspective of possibly us in relation to them knowing, like, once they etch this in stone, it's not coming out tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. or tomorrow in 100 years or 200 years. or So, again, if they once they built this castle, once they designed this pyramid, once they um, created this mulch, you know, whatever it was that they took possibly hundreds of years just to build – they also kept that in relation to how many hundreds of years we might be like them in that space. Mm. I don't know if we do that now as a society, right? Because we look at like, um, like what I'm hearing from your message. It's a lot about understanding the reflection of your sound. Like if you were in water and if you were a fish and <laughs> there are sharks around, you don't want to be a noisy fish. But does a fish know what noise really is? Other yes. than if it's moving like this. A and it's, resonance. Right, right, right. So if we remind ourselves of the resonance more than just sound, because even the absence of sound is a sound, you know, it's, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's interesting. It's very powerful too. You know, like I can like dig into it, but I really hear a lot of that for you. And is, have you always been this way? What brought you to this space? Like, did you grow up this way? Is this part of a tribe you were in and your family? Like, why? <laughs> so why? absolutely uh, not. My, yeah, my, my family are like, they're pretty like normal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I would say, I would say it was the intrinsic desire to want more than what was presented to me. Mm. And then also you mentioned the waters and the fish. I'm a Pisces. You were asking me like, what am I? Look at you, look at you swimming. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. So um, 
I would say intrinsic just imagination and also being an artist. Mm, That's another reason that. like art is so important because sometimes like I have to give a shout out to Astarius Miraculi, one of my elders, because he'll say we're pre-memorating. I feel like some of the elders do that or like some of our ancient ancestors, they were pre-memorating what it would be like for us. Or sometimes when we create art, we pre-memorate something that's not necessarily there in the physical, but it doesn't mean that we can't see it. Or what does it. that word mean, pre-memorate? It's, like it's like you're pre-remembering. <laughs> Prememorate. It's almost Not, like remembering uh, before you remember. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Deep. No, I get it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's almost like history in that way. Where if you want to capitalize on it, you have to think ahead and remember. Mm -hmm. You know, pre-remembering. All right, I'm gonna use that one. Put that in mind. <laughs> Thank you, yes. brother. You know. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's what I love about sound because sometimes it echoes forward and back. Like when you listen to some of my sound frequencies, mm. you'll hear the reverb and the echo forward and back. And that's representative of how like even like our breath, like where does the breath start and where does it end? Because it doesn't even like start and end at the inhale and exhale. It's like and even like didgeridoo players show us that um how you can like inhale your exhale and keep it like a continuous sound flow yes going yes. so that i feel like that helps facilitate evolution and um sound is powerful there's so many things you can do with it that i'm just popping open the bottle cap but i'm just like oh my god i get thanks a <laughs> gift like and that's something else i wanted to mention um mm. so when i first I would say got on this path i was around 16 mm. and it started with me um like an elder was like you you should pick an ascension name or listen for your ascension name from spirit because when people call you like and i know i'm kind of over the place but i wanted to mention this like our ancient ancestors sometimes their names weren't like names so to speak but they denoted like function what they yep. do or what yep. they are yep so my name is Zamira, and Zamira actually means a singer or like a singing bird. And then Lakaya means a treasure. So it's the mm. treasure of the singing bird. And I had no idea this whole time. Well, it took me a while to figure it out. But when I figured out what that meant, I'm like, I truly feel like I'm living in my divine purpose because I picked the name. The name came to me yeah. way before ancient currency was born. But I didn't even realize I was doing it already. And that's like kind of like pre-memorating because I yeah, remember yeah, it, which yeah, is why yeah. I was connected to the name. But then when I really remember, it's like, oh, should be here. It started rever uh, reverberating into your being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's another powerful word, I, I would assume, in the conversation, reverberate, right? Mm -hmm. Like to just vibrate into itself. Like just like, I feel myself. I know what's going on. Boom. You know, I got the force. Yeah. So you, you mentioned something, you were with an elder when you were 16 and you kind of step into a new space. So that means you were already in that space. How did you, hmm. why were you hanging out with that type of knowledge people? Like what was the, the younger you seeking in that space? Yeah. Hmm. If, if okay, you know. I would say, I would say, cause I was very, very, very religious, like from a young age my parents weren't even that religious but somehow i always found my way like at church with whatever family member wanted to go to church i wanted to go with them okay and i was like i was singing on a worship team since i was a kid 
And I was also trained in classical music as a kid, okay. like in school when they offered like electives and stuff. I did orchestra, I did band and choir, but I, I stuck with choir the most. So what happened was, I don't know if you ever seen the documentary Zeitgeist from whatever, it, whenever it came out. Right. <laughs> I was 15 or 16 when I saw it and I was deep in the church at the time. That almost like wow. shattered my whole like, For really? oh my God, everything's a lie. But then I was like, but I heard God talk to me, but like I felt that feeling when I'm singing these worship songs like in church, like what is that? I don't know, so I was confused. Uh, but then just that want and that need that was like, yo, I know that the creator is real. Maybe you don't have this name that they're calling it, but I'm gonna trust that feeling that has been healing me. So it was a quest to find, or really, I wouldn't even say find, because I wasn't looking that hard. It was really like me energetically harmonizing with that Aligning. which I desire. Yeah. And something came across YouTube. It was Nazia Ra with uh, Hidden Power University. And I just resonated with some of the messages at the time. So I became part of that. And he was the one who was like, you need to pick an Ascension name. And then from there, it just kept aligning and aligning and then, here today. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I, I hear a lot of uh, self-actualization work. Like, you know, if you Absolutely. bring it down to the, to the spiritual conversation of today and what we're all kind of consciously trying to get aligned with, how to be more real. Um, mm. It's been a message, you know, we've talked about, uh, like I remember in hip hop, there was that one song, self-destruction, you're headed for self-destruction, you know, and <laughs> And it was such a powerful message back then. And everybody was like, okay, but- Kind of like an ego death. Again, again, they were, they were, they were doing the same re-remembering, pre-remembering thing. You know, mm. They were trying to show you how even though they were top artists in the definition of their work, they were still humans and they made mistakes and you too can. And they mm -hmm. designed it into rap, they put it in a rhythm and, you know, and, but it was so much happening that if you were looking at it, it was a bright light because they had the clothes, they had the rhymes, they had the words, they had the records. It was a group of people. So it was almost um, same effect when you got that one song with um, Michael Jackson and, and um, all the rest of them. Uh, what's the one? Um, Heal the, the world. world. We, are, we the are the world. There's We Are the World and then there's Heal the World, mm. make it a better place. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was like, I guess, part two to that song or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but again, there was so much power in that message. Half those people are possibly deceased, rest their soul. But on top of it, their message was still here now. So if we bring it back locally down to like the, the vibration that you align with and possibly the vibration we all align with, how do you see, and this is how I kind of bring my question in, how do you see that being so important? I try not to use the word individual individuality because you said it earlier with the breath, like we are expressing breathing, but we're all like, it's actually breathing us. Mm -hmm. like, we are in breath, but we are, yeah. <laughs> but we don't yeah. even know what to call it. We call it breath, but yeah. we express that. But at the end of the day, it's already happening for us. So I look at that and think of even our actions and in our relation to our being that maybe I was already supposed to be this way. Like maybe I'm already this way. And the more I self-actualize, come into myself, mm. the more I realize it's already there. Mm. So it's really important to be me, 
But then it's so important to recognize that there's a greater us. Mm. What do you think about that? How do you feel that works together? How does the individual and the, the, the unity of one works together, especially where sound is concerned? That's so interesting. Let me breathe on that one. Mm. Yay. I think that's where um, uniqueness comes in or um, back to the authenticity thing that we were talking about because there's so much going on in infinity and it's almost like okay I like to ask myself or other people like what is that unique thing that you offer back unto the all that gives to you all the time mm. it's and it's also about finding like um, what you love what you love doing that also helps empower other people so I feel like within that is where we find or where I express my individuality but other than that I have a very like um collective like thinking and that doesn't mean like necessarily i'm not connected to my human but it's like a very like tunnel vision when it comes to my human so it's like okay so what is it that i love doing that also empowers other my art so and then i kind of like funnel through that all the rest of the individual aspects um so how do i balance that um well another thing with the sound is i feel like i created something that i wanted to listen to, but I didn't necessarily have it or see it available to me yet. So that kind of forced me to find so it's, what it's your own me... theme music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It okay. It's theme music. Mm. So um, I hope that's kind of answering the question. There's a lot to oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And I said, and I chose to ask it in that way because it becomes like when I ask myself these questions or if I talk in retrospect to it, it's never to seek an answer, you know? It's more like to just, if I would imagine it in words, it's just a bunch of question marks. Mm. And it's okay to have those, but it's like an infinite amount. And then why is there an infinite amount of question mark? That's another question, you know? So it, it, it allows me to continue to inquire of the self or inquire of the what is perceived to be an unknowing of me, right? Because everything mm -hmm. around me helps to define me, right? I might know I'm in the jungle, but I don't know I'm Tarzan in the jungle until someone comes in with a gun and tries to, you know, like the story mm -hmm. of Tarzan didn't exist before Tarzan. Tarzan didn't know he was Tarzan, you know? Right, and I right. use that example in relation to someone so in tuned with nature, but never was of nature. And the truth mm -hmm. of Tarzan is that we know he was a black man. It wasn't a white man, but it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. It was a human. And to that mm -hmm. truth of that nature is we can adapt so much back to our natural self that when our other versions of ourselves come in, we got to make a story about it. Because again, we want to recall something about it. So mm -hmm. kind of doing the same thing to your answer, but it's real important. You said it is... Um, being able to find what it is you can fully express and then let that examples of that share. And you mm -hmm. called yours art. And then there's the sound, there's the painting, there's the, the body design, the image reflection, you know? So there's at least five things right there that you call art. And another person might do three other things and I might do 
for other things and call that art too. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing is that if you believe, if someone believes they're artistic, they should dig more into that because that's Mm -hmm. where that that unique connection comes in. Because there's a lot of artists, there's a lot of musicians, you know, but maybe there's only one Mozart, you know, Mm. and um, one Cleopatra and, and, you know, one Kanye, you know, it's like... (laughs) There's definitely only one Kanye, <laughs> if any. <laughs> so there's 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 a lot of creativity and consciousness and a sense of what is that person doing over there that comes with it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I think I say that too because I, I used to wear a spacesuit a lot. I have like a yellow one, I'm sorry, a white one, an orange one, and a blue one. And yeah. I used to rap about being cosmic, um, still do. And I used to go around cities, jumping around, doing uh, what I call parkour and free running, like physical movement on buildings. Yes. Uh, just, just finding very various ways to express how if you go inwards and just become, there's so much more to learn of yourself and even your environment. Because okay. there's, there's the simplicity of people learning to accept you. And then there's the depth of learning to accept yourself. Ooh. That was a good one. <laughs> you know, trauma makes for good teachers, you know? Like, yeah. You got to go through some shit sometimes. And, and sometimes you can read about it. Um, I think that's another thing to segue into how you might hold on to the trauma too much. Again, raising my hand, you know? When we heal, healing is, it doesn't always feel comfortable, right? Um, we might be healing from a generation of experience more than just like our everyday life. Right, right. So to your point of being expansive in our knowing, there's also a responsibility to that. Like- um, Absolutely. Sometimes that brings me to tears, right? Like, what am I to really do? Not what can I do, not what am I doing, but what am I really, what, what, what am I to really do? What is my vibration really offering? And what can I do about that? You know, I'm smiling. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt <laughs> no, you. No, continue. Wanna, yeah, yeah. Because those, those questions, those contemplation mm-hmm. and those tears, like for moments like that, that, those are moments where I want people to be like, oh, I downloaded Ancient Currency. Let me turn on the uh, <laughs> the crown chakra meditation and just go within myself. And like, people have been telling me that it brings them tears, not mm. like boohoo crying, but like either tears of joy or just like Release. contemplative. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like part of this human experience, like a lot of people are so dense and so tight. And if they could just experience something so soft to almost like rainbow trickle through their being, like mm. something so familiar, so ancient and so current, like it could help them unlock whatever they need to unlock within themselves. So I'm not going to say that, hey, I can heal people even though I can <laughs> attest to that. But what I will say is I mm. feel like I offer something that when you indulge yourself in can help facilitate a healing thing yourself from you after you apply the sound medicine. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, um, you know the power of your work. You know, it seems like you do that. Um, I would say 
what makes this um, why I wanted to have this conversation with you is that even without knowing you and meeting you here for this first moment in time, if we want to call it that, because the knowing is infinite. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to ask much to know much. Yeah, <laughs> right. You you were already reflecting this like knowing, and I would definitely say you are the first guest um, to ever be so so much like everything that is right now. And what Ooh. I mean by that is, you your conversation is different from the previous conversations I have, but we talk about what you're reflecting now. So my, converse, my podcast is about mindfulness, meditation, and movement. And I use the umbrella of mindfulness to kind of explain those three examples. And I use my own living of life to be the best example. But again, that's an elevator speech, you know, and these words, mindfulness, meditation, they're, they're um, scholar words. But yeah. <laughs> I look at you and I don't need to say those words to feel those words. So that's, that's what so I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not you, you're me, you know, like <laughs> all I yeah. see is what I intend. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's almost interesting. It's what you would possibly see the world as like, if we were all living in a cartoon and we were looking at the world that you project, maybe your world looks like a, um, a an assortment of colors and, and vibrations of sounds in that color. You feel me? Mm -hmm. um, back to the Pisces. Maybe that's what fishes see. They don't see objects. Maybe they don't call them objects, but they see being so much underwater all the time. They see waves and vibrations. And mm -hmm. Just like when we're underwater and we're looking. Sense it. Mm -hmm. Again, yes. So how important is that to be reminded of how our senses can connect? And then here you are. Hi. Hi. I'm here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then we wear T-shirts, you know, and yeah. and 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 we might like have little um, B bracelets, right, right. But we're not standing up like this. So I, you know, I stand beside you, if I may, in relation to your work and your healing practice um, that you're projecting. You know, um, is there a goal, or is there just a what's Okay, <laughs> so this, my first goal, like real goal that I've had in a, in a long time mm. is the project that I'm working on right now, Ancient Currency. My goal is I want to make it the most concentrated thing I've ever released. Because there's been moments where I've released songs here and there, you know, just whatever. I'm feeling it, seeing a song, release it. Here's a painting I did, like, you know, because there's so much, you're just like, recycle, mm -hmm. recycle. But this time I'm like building it up. I'm doing videos every day, talking about it. I'm like meditating and praying longer. So to me, that makes it a goal, depending on how much energy you're concentrating into the thing before you give birth to it, which yeah. I'm already giving birth to it, like a little bit, like, like sprinkles, <laughs> I hear like dust, like fairy dust or yes, something yes, like that. Yes, yes, yes. And um, so I would say that is my goal, to make it the most impactful thing that I've ever released because mm -hmm. of the intent and because of just my desire to see people like heal, especially like with everything going on in the world right now. I'm like, it's so divinely aligned 
that I decided to release this at this time and like every time could have been the right time right depending <laughs> on your perspective but um so in all I feel like this is my goal and then after that I mean who knows what the actual goal will be other than like the basics right. which is to stay grateful to stay receptive to stay kind to stay receptive did I say that? I'm gonna say it again. Mm-hmm, to stay mm-hmm. receptive. <laughs> it's a powerful um, message. You okay. know, and and after that, after you resonate uh, into that, uh, it's just after that you, know, you just exhale. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I mean, well, of course, we can make lists and, and for ourselves because that works for some people, and that's yep. great, if, especially to see it. I mean, I actually just started like making a calendar out of stuff because sometimes it can get a little like looking in the screen (laughs) you know but i just started writing things down and i can see how it helps it helps me remember more but in terms of goals right now it's just one thing i'm creating like streamlined stuff now applying them like the magnifying glass i need all the sunlight to go there the eye of (laughs) the needle charge that you know Yes, yes um yeah. So I feel like that's the wise thing to do for me personally right now because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm so kaleidoscope. <laughs> mm-hmm. So full um, this is you. I'm glad you said that full spectrum, just like yeah. my uh, curtain over there. Yeah, yeah. Is Look full at that. spectrum. Yeah. So well, you said yeah. kaleidoscope, and that's all I think of when I see that. It's 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 being able again, like how we see, we actually see upside down, right? Like mm-hmm. if you break down the 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 idea behind the light, like first of all. Okay, so you're telling me there's a light in my brain shining <laughs> through this glass in my retina. Up, how, where's that light coming from? Right, First right. of all, if it's a light. But again, what is light, right? Exactly. So um, I think that's really powerful the more we dig into it. And I, I, I wanted to continue into that reflection and respect and gratitude onto you because, you know, you saw self, an early version of yourself and said, I want more. And knowing that you already are around God, we call the definition of the greater. And then you started understand, understanding what does that actually look like in me? Mm-hmm. And it could externally look like what you dress, but it also speaks to how you address you inside every day, in every moment, you know? Because we do a lot of talking about people to ourselves that we never really share the conversation with. So then it's also you now saying, well, yeah, I do that too, but I'm really not in space to your contrast to that. And that is also a powerful position to hold. Not to say you up there all the time, but to hold. Um, Your work is definitely leading towards that, I can tell. are there any books that you read or outside of just expressing yourself? How do you feed yourself? It's so interesting that you mentioned books because before our talk today, I was listening to some, um, I was listening to some scholars that I was recommending like books because Mm -hmm. I realized, believe it or not, that um, a lot of the things I know, I didn't read. 
but I feel like part of this evolution stage for me is because it's like applying the left brain stuff as well. So I want to get into more books um, because right now the main books that I have is like the Rosecki Kometic Reiki books. Um, I have the Gospel of Hip Hop <laughs> by KRS-One, which was interesting what you were talking about, like the intelligent movement, that, that light that kind of just sparked and hip hop happened. Yep. So that one, um, I've read The Cabalion, mm. and I was reading The Medunetter, but I stopped for a second, um, or someone's interpretation of The Medunetter, because that is just a lot of work going to actually reading The Medunetter, like, mm. which I want to get more into. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm actually looking for more books to get into myself. so. Because I haven't read a lot of books, like you know, I'm I'm gonna be straight up. <laughs> no, that's powerful. Um, that's powerful. That means but, that. Mm-hmm. Well, that means that the work that you share is what you're saying. But again, me, I um, I like to read. You know, mm-hmm. so I come from a, I guess a theoretical, um, you know, scholarly like way at something. Um, but I do have a, I believe I do have a um, deep connection with my internal space as well. So I don't necessarily need to understand something to feel it, but I work on those two. And um, you kind of offered that truth because there's a lot of people that know what they know. We, you know, we say old people do that too. They know what they know, but especially if we say old people do that, a lot of them didn't go to school. So it became the school of hard knocks you know, street side knowledge, you know, the idea of learning through experience and other people experiences that people go to college and try to pontificate on to really get the depth of you just like, nah, that's cousin Joe. He, that happened to him. And we, that's why we put plastic on our couches now, you know, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, just it's, I think that's really powerful how, um, it seems like even as a society, we, we clarify our meanings through our experiences and you grew up in with such with God in a religious way that now you are God, you know, you are that reflection in that way. And so there's a lot of people like us who are still stuck in God on a throne, God being white, God being a man, God being Mm -hmm. God, you know? So um, it's, it's an honor to try to work this hard. You know, back to the beginning conversation, back to the beginning conversation when they were doing this a thousand years ago and carrying them bricks on their back. And we out here thinking they were using, who knows, they might have been using telekinetic and telepathic powers. I have a theory. I have two theories about that. (laughs) I'm all ears. I'm all ears. I may be a little biased. But so my first thing is I had this epiphany, if you say, like when I was doing um, comedic yoga. And so after doing the sequences so many times, I'm like, that's how they move the bricks. They just move their body with enough intention in alignment with the sun at the right time. And that's what created the movement. That's my first theory. powerful. Okay. Second one. (laughs) I like that theory because I, I, I align with a lot of those things, especially when it comes to my parkour movement and my march. All right. Second theory. Let me hear. Oh, yes. And the, oh, about the first one, it's like it took a group of them in alignment, holding that truth long enough that they can do it and they did it. Okay. So the second one is sound. 
sound, some sound mystics, like they charged it enough through like some type of golden onk. I don't know, in the right alignment at the right time. And the sound carried the vibrations to create this formation. And maybe it started off as some hologram looking thing and then it solidified the more that they chanted or sung or sent those sound vibrations Because they were out in the it. desert. It's not like there were buildings blocking them from the wind vibrating so much with objects that they can create and shake and move. Hmm. Back it's to being underwater. Back to being <laughs> underwater though. Sand could make you think you're underwater too. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. Yeah. So how do they conflict? I don't hear how these two theories conflict. They could just be like... Oh, they're not conflicting. It's just, okay. It happened at two different times. Ah, so it was like, okay, 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 okay. Probably a combination of both, you know, with some other stuff, some Tai Chi mixed That's in my there. thought. Like, That's my thought. Because back to the physical movementness, um, I share a very strong physical nature with this uh, spectrum and this dimension. I came into this world with a lot of physicalness in my astrology sign. Um, so without a Virgo? To, I'm a Leo, my oh, daughter, Leo, okay. yeah, my right. daughter's a Virgo, <laughs> but I'm on the cusp of uh, Leo and cancer. I was born like the 23rd of July. And with my experience, I, I died twice and I have like major heart problems and all these things that became my reality. But I think what made it true back to the physical is that I learned how moving represents certain energies right? Like back in the days, we used to like make letters with our bodies like A, B, C and thought it was cute. But like, that's, that's in relation to what you're saying, like what the, the, the Egyptians, the Aztecs or whoever that were harmonizing with the moment, because again, you're in the sun all day. You're in the sun all day. And then someone has like a big metal pot or a big and they just like, boom, and they hit it. And you feel that you ever been next to a big 30 inch speaker? You ever been? Yes. <laughs> or a gong or something. Or a gong, exactly. So imagine the first time or around the space of them fully resonating with that power and then saying, I want to get charged up. Let me stand in front of this and drop that bass, dog. And then it's. <laughs> <laughs> then they're so charged and they could pick up a, a 500,000 pound brick, you know, or maybe move. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's because, very interesting. Because as, as the white man went over there and conquered, they never talked about the, how they used the tools they used. They just kept saying they had these bowls and these levers and these, these things. And how did these niggas do this? But they never, <laughs> but they never said why, you know, and, and yeah. in relation to, so it's, it, maybe they did, but they never shared that with their history. Right. So, but we know it makes it makes they use it I all mean, the time. Being in a drum circle, like with a bunch of just our people, between the drums and the dancing and the chanting, I mean, I feel like we have moved things before, even just being in that space with a couple of you know locals only using five percent of our brain and this dense reality built on all of these squares, we're still able to make this impact. Mm -hmm. So imagine like a time where there wasn't all of this extra like density and static around. <sighs> Anything exactly. is possible. <laughs> so so you could see how we would be able to talk to animals and 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 be one with the nature around us so if you're a panther you're a, you're a fucking panther because it's not like 
<laughs> you're not dressed like a panther no no yeah i embody are. the energy of this being son mm-hmm. you know mm. i guess we've lost that for sure but not mm-hmm. not the consciousness of it you know like we know it to be true but we don't live it in our everyday experience maybe um our sexual experience with each other is our most dynamic way of digging into that because we become so charged in our, our feelings, but, um, but then we lose the logic, you know, I guess when, when things happen as they should, but, uh, I guess that is a one way of roundabout answering if there's a goal and you know, what's the, how do we feel about it in every day? I share a lot, um, on my podcast about, how you can design your life, the things you can do um, from just basic self-reflection in each moment, calling it meditation, calling it a five-minute rest from uh, reading certain things, on and on. Do you have a daily practice or something that you, um, whether could share or that you do, that you kind of keeps you recharged or keeps you mm-hmm. back in the full perspective? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when I first wake up, I always say what I'm grateful for. Well, before I say what I'm grateful for, I reflect on what was presented to me in my dreams and give thanks that any messages that I need will be anchored into my being and I can apply them. So I just affirm that whatever messages, benevolent messages that were given to me in my dreams, that I can hold them and remember and have the presence of mind and heart to apply them when needed. And then I just say the things that I'm grateful for in life. I always sing like melodies when I first wake up. Um, I also like to dance. I'll turn on some um, Yemaya songs or some, I like Ogun or Oya songs. And I like to dance. Mm -hmm. And then I'll do like my prayer meditation. I want to make praying cool again, Ashe. And because. (laughs) I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Make praying cool again. Yes, we should make a t-shirt. Make praise. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Yes. (laughs) So every day it includes um, singing the melodies and just giving thanks for the melodies because I know that they, I, I as in Zamira, do not own these melodies. Mm -hmm. And I just feel so humble to say that because they flow through me. Mm -hmm. I don't even know sometimes, like sometimes I'll just feel the need to pick up like my phone to record I don't know what's going to come out I just feel like I should do that and then they come and then I listen to it I'm always the first to receive like the the medicine and I'll be like oh my goodness (laughs) I've been here like so dramatic like I don't know what's going on but I'm grateful and then yes so my daily regimen includes doing the thing and charging the thing that I'm saying I want to offer like Mm -hmm. I feel like if you say you're whatever type of healer, whatever type of healing you offer, then you should be healing yourself with that thing at least three to 11 times Mm -hmm. as much as you do it for others. Um, So that's kind of my- How you do you. All right. Um, My last question, I guess, would be, what is masculine energy in your life like? Do you know how to fight? Do you have a- gun do you have pepper spray do you (laughs) have a you know like i hear from and i ask as a male it's not that i don't see the masculine in you because i do um it's a lot more than the feminine in a sense because of the softness not the submissiveness 
um, mm -hmm. the allowingness. That's the femininity I see. The masculine I see is just standing up there and allowing that being to be because that takes courage, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm, ask, I'm asking more like, um, like an everyday person, you know, like how are you protecting yourself these days in relation to that? Like, or do you even feel that space exists? You know, is it just all love for you? Mm, it's definitely not all love. <laughs> Let me just say that first and foremost. Um, when it comes to physical protection of, I don't, I don't own a gun or a knife <laughs> or a pepper spray, but I have this wand here. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Wow. I have this wand here that is actually that made is powerful. Astarius Miraculi, one of my elders and my cosmic father, he made this. Um, but I'm actually going to turn this into, because it comes off at the bottom, I'm going to turn this into like a knife. Um, okay. But I usually use this on, I get more spiritual resistance because for some reason, I just want to insert this. Some people take like this for like softness and like spiritually try to like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, take advantage. Fuck with me. Yeah. yeah. Fuck with me type. <laughs> energy um so but when it comes to i don't really run across situations where i need to i know it's good to be prepared um i can fight because me and my siblings i have like five other siblings we grew up in the hood so like you have <laughs> to know how to fight um so i don't really have to express it that much in that way i am in my union with my divine masculine my twin flame mm -hmm. so i get to see myself as a divine masculine through this being like externalized mm -hmm. and he is the one who always wants to go running always wants to go working out very the left brain very all of that energy that you're probably picking on mm -hmm. or picking up on as well um, and I embody that by association. So like, I feel like if ever I'm put in a situation and I could almost like, almost like tag him in, mm. in my mind and like express that, which comes from us pretty much intertwining so much like DNA from being together. Mm. Um, but when it comes to my physical vessel, um, in terms of expressing the masculine, I mean, I do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 and there is a yeah. lot of masculine and feminine with yoga the, the doing and the being in the moment yeah. as you're doing okay well powerful well thank you for that i, I mean uh women have so much Speaking to share of... oh <laughs> women have so much to share um with themselves and their experience right um especially today i think as a man i'll say for the experience that i've had is that we still get to hide a lot, but we still have a lot to hide and represent. Um, so the work is still continuous. Um, and for those one willing to stand strong in their masculine and feminine natural nature and then work to reflect the opposite, um, our work is never ending. So I want to thank you for that because I, I wanted to see if you even recognize that, you know, it's really important that you don't have to be a man and be a woman, you know, and you don't have yeah. to be a woman and be a man. You, you can still be a strong woman and a, a gentle man, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with these energies. It's how you cultivate and work with it in yourself. And so that's what I'm checking, you know, hear your, your piece on it. 
Um, is there any questions you got for me? I mean, I know we just met, you know, and I'm asking you to share on my podcast here, but anything for me? I want to know, um, what are you besides the only black cosmonaut? <laughs> what are you? Who are you? Where you come from? <laughs> I was going to say, how much time do we have? Um, you know, I definitely um, share with you this. I'm a multidimensional being reflected through, through the sun. We start with that. And like the many rays of the sun, each thought of my being represents many dimensions of my being. So I come from Jamaica. I was born with a bad heart, had two open heart surgeries, died on the hospital table, moved to America, met my parents all at the same time, met my siblings, kind of journeyed through life on a physical nature, fought for myself, fought for my name, but still really had a simple life because I became a nerd in a lot of ways. When I met my father, he made me read a lot. And I read so much that I found that as another way to escape into a version of me that wasn't picked on. So the more I became a scholar and it reflected back into my life, the more people appreciated that version of me versus the Howard the Duck version that people were make, telling me I was. So once I became the C that none of those versions were me, it was just a choice in the power of me, then I became cosmonaut. And cosmonaut was a dream that I had. And I had, I, I had a dream of myself in a spacesuit just running around. I'm like, what is that? I don't, I don't even like NASA. I don't even, I'm, not, I'm still not about <laughs> space. I, I even have a conflict with science versus spirituality. But my point being is that I realized it was, again, about being cosmic in your not, in your mind, you know, like looking at yourself. And I'd already loved astrology. So I said, oh, so that's what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm, I'm learning about my cosmic self. And that right. word wasn't really catchy back then. Um, I think it was more like um, self-help and, and, and some other word like, um, but the idea of being cosmic was more like hippified. So for me, not really having a lot of friends and not having people to tell me I can't do something, I just did it. And the more I got into it, it's kind of like the same work for you. The more you just did it without asking, the more you kept seeing how much you could grow from it and how much of a betterment it was. And because I had already became so scholarly in my approach, I was like, yo, this could work for other people. But what is it missing? Consistency. But what's, cons mm. but, but what's consistency if I don't want to do it? Well, if, I put, <laughs> if my back's against the wall, I'll do it. Okay, so consistency can come if I'm pressured. So it's not consistency. It is consistency. So then it's discipline. Okay. Mm. So if I discipline myself into consistency, then I become impossible. Let's do that. And, and that's, and then I just, that's it. Okay. But, but <laughs> I still, but I'm a human, right? I still have yeah. a physical nature. I might need to go to the bathroom now and then. So I can't <laughs> control everything, you know, right. that's my point. And there's a nature that happens to me that I got to get better with. And um, it's an everyday practice. I am a Leo, um, but I'm also a Cancer and I'm also a Pisces. And I'm all, you know, we're all the signs, mm -hmm. but how we came into this world. And right now, because Capricorn 
is in Leo under this full moon. That's what I am right now. Right, right. And in my fifth house, you know, da 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 da. Mm -hmm. So that that's who I am, um, mm -hmm. and I try to share that with other people in reflection of understanding how they see themselves. Well, thank you for being. Thank you. Thank you for we being as well. appreciate that. <laughs> no doubt. I have no one doubt. last question. Mm -hmm. Because you were talking about your, um, your scholarly approach mm -hmm. to life and all of the books you read. And I was expressing how I'm actually looking for more books to read. Okay, okay. So, hold on one second. Let me grab my pen. <laughs> um, I would like to know if there's any books that you recommend to me please okay i'm i'm pulling them out right now okay um i felt there was this space that was possible uh man okay i don't have all of them oh that's a, okay we'll just start here <laughs> <laughs> so healing chakras okay um it's by Ichi Lee, I L C H I L E E. Okay. Um, I love this book. Not that you're asking. I I love this. <laughs> I love this book because of the depth of the simplicity. Um, there's some work in the back that you can practice on in regards of different movements and modalities you can bring to your body in stillness. Um, mm -hmm. That helps to cultivate the right chakra energy. Uh. This is a favorite coloring book of mine. Mm. Oh, I got it upside down. So I was like, is it, is it actually <laughs> like that? The Golden Ratio coloring yes, book. Yes, yes. Um, it's made by Steve Richards. Not sure who or what this guy is, but we found each other on social media. And um, a lot of his work is just the, spec ah. the spectrums of light, but mm -hmm. in different shapes and dimensions, right? And I say dimensions because once you color them, they begin to take even more depth and shape. So right. as, as you can see, I don't rush this book. This mm -hmm. is like reading the Bible for the first time in English, mm -hmm. but knowing it in Amharic, you know, you're like, mm -hmm. wait a minute. I know there's a still deeper meaning to these words. Right. So um, this is not necessarily a book, but <laughs> it does say book on it. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um, I love that. I got two more for you. Just one moment. Where's that other book? Oh, okay. Meditations on Intention and Being. Okay. Meditations on Intentions and Being. By Rolf Gates. Okay. Black guy. Really good guy. I was going to say, he's not related to Bill Gates, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Ron Gates? Rolf, R-O-L-F. Oh, oh, Rolf, okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Uh, another book I don't rush, but because it goes in days, and so you can start from day one and end on day um, 365. Mm -hmm. And they're broken up in sections for each day. So I guess like after the 30th day, you know, he takes on a different space and conversation as well as chapter. Um, mm -hmm. To me, this is like, I guess I use that reference against Bible or Quran, something that I pick up and I open to the space of it and I kind of just learn through it. Mm -hmm. I have a, I have a OSHA book that's like that, 
It's called the ABC of Enlightenment. Mm, I killed Osho. this. Yeah, Osho. And the last one, um, I read this book deeply, but um, not often enough. I should. It's called Yoga Mind. Yoga Mind. I've heard of this one before. Yes. This is a I, sign. <laughs> Susan, I think her last name is Colin, C-O-L-O apostrophe N. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gratitude. Yeah, no doubt. So hopefully that helps. Um, I can definitely tell you I've read both these books, like this one and the Osho, but not to say I've read it front and back. If I have, but there's, it's not a story, right? Right, right. Just, mm-hmm. So um, if you ever I like book club stuff, you know, you want to talk about books. Oh, that's another, <laughs> that's another affirmation because one of the things that I literally wrote down before we got on this call was start a book club and then start a study circle. So that's so there you go. A circle can define, can, can make, two can make a circle. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Give thanks. Give thanks. Thank you so much. Indeed. Tampa. I appreciate your, yeah. Where yes. are you located, by the way? Colorado. Colorado. I actually want to visit Colorado because I heard you guys have this garden called um, Garden of the Gods or something like that. So I was like, um, I'm trying to go there and resonate there. <laughs> you need to. And have go you to, been? Yeah, I've been to Garden of the Gods. You need to also go to Arizona and go to Sedona. Yes, so it's this is another affirmation. So Astarius, my cosmic father, mm-hmm. and also the one who created my wand, he lives in Sedona, Arizona. And um, so I'm <laughs> going to be going there soon anyways, because I'm already like certified in uh, uh, Kemetic Reiki, but he also teaches like Usui Reiki, which is Japanese. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to get another one like i don't really care about papers I, you can clearly see i don't really care about papers it's more of the experience and just the resonance of <laughs> resonating with the elders yeah, and yeah like yeah. the conversations the dialogue that we'll have mm-hmm. i'm like um count me in so okay. i'm gonna be going to arizona and then i'll check out colorado too. yeah no pass through pass through pass through because there's a lot of energy here and we can talk to the cows come home about the, the type of energy that I see and, you know, experience here, especially through my yoga journey. But um, yes, please, by all means, it's 2020 whenever, you know, so, so wherever you are, you always will be. So, exactly. if, you know, if exactly. there's a time and space, it, we will find each other in this cosmic uh, realm of space and time, you know. Ashe. Ashe. Thank you so much again, sister. Thank you so much, Zamira. Um, Thank you. Please stay guided. Please stay loving. Please stay conscious. Please stay strong. Please stay willing. Please stay cosmic. Please stay comedic. Please stay um, um, beautiful. Please stay uh, open. Please stay ugly. Please stay, um, please be in your moment always. Okay. and so Ashe. it is. So shall it ever be. <laughs> Indeed. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs>